the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you looking for a lucrative side hustle? Make sure you check out the Alpha Beta Report at alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. When you go there, you'll learn about markets, trading, crypto, all the stuff that you need to do to turn that small amount of money into a towering asset. Whitney and I are excited to work with the Alpha Beta Report in 2024. I think you will be too. So thank you to the Alpha Beta Report. Check them out at thealphabetareport.com. And um, when you go there, you'll see my picture, little green button. You click it, and the guys will give you a discount on the education that they're going to deliver. So thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your continued support of the Ohio Press Network. They have betrayed every conservative voter, activist, and organization that has worked to establish and defend conservative principles, betrayed them for 30 pieces of silver. That's what a Capitol Square insider told me last year about the Columbia Columbus lobbyists conniving lawmakers who worked to get Jason Stevens elected Speaker of the Ohio House of Representatives for the 135th General Assembly, which has been the most unproductive General Assembly since uh, the Eisenhower administration. I want to bring in State Representative Ron Ferguson. Um, he was quoted in the article that I wrote from January 9th, 2023, headlined Bipartisanship or Betrayal. You can find that at the Ohio Press Network at theohiopressnetwork.com. Uh, State Representative Ferguson, welcome back in. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So <clears throat> I, I'm going to unpack this because in the article that I wrote over a year ago, um, it, it, it says anyone who tells you that this is about ideology, meaning getting Jason Stevens elected speaker, the Democrats supported him. The entire Democratic caucus supported Jason Stevens and only 22 Republicans supported him. So more Democrats elected him than Republicans. Um, anyone who tells you it's about ideology is lying. A Capitol Square insider told me Marin was the change agent. He upset the power structure in Columbus. That's why the Democrats went in on it. The ideology thing is a red herring. We talked about abortion and protecting the Ohio Constitution, education choice, um, redistricting, budget, cultural wars, uh, and an ongoing relationship with Republicans and Democrats. All of that was part of the deal that Jason Stevens struck. Everybody laughed at me back then. What have we discovered in the last year? Well, Jack, I just want to start with this. Today, the Ohio Senate is going to override the governor's veto, make HB 68 the safe act law in the state of Ohio to protect these children from gender mutilation, mutilation irreversible surgeries. But here's the thing I want to point out to you. This is how deep it goes between uh, Allison Russo, leader of the Democrats, and Jason Stevens. Last week or two weeks ago, when we overrode that veto, Allison Russo could have stopped that. All she had to do was tell Jason Stevens, hey, you override this veto. I'm throwing you out. But she didn't do that. She wants to pander to her uh, Democrat supporters like, you know, that she actually stands against the SAFE Act, but she doesn't. She's just part of the cabal that's going on in Columbus and, and trying to 
you know, keep her office the same that Jason's keeping his. And the two of them have a very sweet political romance, and it works out for both of them. They both get lobby money, and they both get to keep their jobs. So uh, they're both failing their voters of their own party. Thankfully for us, you know, Allison Russo didn't have the backbone to actually do that. And we did uh, override the veto on 68. And I look forward to the Senate closing the deal today. I do, too. Um, that's going to be high fives around the, the studio here when that happens. Uh, they go into session at one thirty. You can watch it on uh, OhioChannel.org. Uh, the, the Capitol Square insider that I talked with who wanted to remain anonymous last year uh, for a lot of reasons, um, he talked about abortion protecting Ohio's constitution. Ron, when I think about all of the things that have happened that have been bad under Jason Stevens, the one that I really get angry about is how they killed essentially House Joint Resolution 6. Um, they could have gotten that out of the starting gates quickly. They could have gotten it passed, and it could have gotten it in front of voters in, in a way that would have taken away some of the arguments, leverage, and funding of opponents. And that HJR 6, by the way, would have increased the threshold to amend the Constitution to 60%. And now we look at radical uh, issue one. We have some redistricting stuff. Um that was part of the deal, wasn't it? Oh, it absolutely was part of the deal. It was, uh, we had every plan and intention of, as a Republican caucus, putting that that choice uh, of protecting the Ohio Constitution on the May ballot at a regularly scheduled election and letting the voters vote then. And of course, I, I'm with you. I'm confident the voters uh, would have actually supported it at that time. But instead, Jason Stevens put a costly, you know, $20 million plus election on in August at the cost of the taxpayers. It ultimately failed anyway and set us up for more failures. So uh, Jason Stevens doesn't really care about the Republican Party. It's why they censured him. He, he cares about himself. He cares about holding the gavel and the disgrace. He cares about it. The, the people who partnered with him uh, care about it. And there were a lot of people in the state of Ohio who said never again. And by the way, Jason Stevens was really kind of copying his his pro, uh, his his leader, um, Larry Householder, did the same thing. He partnered with Democrats to to win the speakership. That didn't end well for for him uh, and many people attached to him. But a lot of Ohioans said we're never going to forget this. Okay, well here we are. We now have a primary election coming up in March. So are there members of the Blue Twenty Two who are up for reelection? And how many of them are there and, and where are they? Yeah, so there are 12 of the blue 22 that are up for reelection. Uh, I feel very confident every one of them has a very good chance to lose to an actual good Republican that's challenging them. They're all in heads up races. Uh, you can kind of run around the state at all, all the different ones that are, are, are important. Uh, I'd say, you know, if, if I were to start, I would say the ones that are probably the most vulnerable right off the stop are Gail Pavliga right there in the uh, Portage County area, uh, you know, right over by East Akron. Uh, Gail's running against a woman named Heidi Workman, fantastic candidate. I'm very confident that Heidi's actually going to win that race. And, um, you know, it's no surprise because Gail Pavliga voted against Save Women's Sports, uh, mm. something, of course, that, that we know would prevent men from taking away opportunities from young ladies. And uh, another thing she did was she voted no on actually a bill of mine, the Hospital Price Transparency Act. I mean, it passed with uh, nearly unanimous support, and Gail Pavlita is one of the people that said, no, I don't think you should actually know the prices when you go to the hospital. 
I mean, these are the kind of people that we're going up against, but she cares more about the hospital lobby than she does the people of Portage County. So it's Heidi Workman in that race. What, what are some of the others that you'd want to highlight? Uh, John Cross, he's commonly known as Double Cross, Chris Cross. I mean, he had a lot of fun with his name. He's running against Ty Matthews, a veteran. Ty is just a fantastic uh, candidate, ser- served our country overseas, true conservative. He's running against John Cross, confident about that one. Uh, John Cross is one of the people that made public statements against school choice. So you know, that's what John Cross believes in, is not putting parents in charge of their children's education. Um, John Cross made some derogatory comments about me and my reporting, which, by the way, has been proven to be accurate since then. Uh, so there's not a lot of love lost between me and John Cross. So Ty Matthews in that race. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I mean, I could go through them all, as many as you want to talk about. I would say... A good one is uh, probably DJ Swearingen. He's the right-hand man of of, uh, of Jason Stevens, is his roommate in Columbus. Uh, DJ Swearingen's running against Steve Krause, a former state representative. And uh, DJ Swearingen makes himself out to be a conservative. He's not. But what what really is funny to me is right now we see the Democrats trying to stop Donald Trump from being on the ballot all across the country. DJ Swearingen trying to do to Steve Krauss the same thing. He's trying to, to, to basically treat Steve Krauss the same way Democrats are treating Donald Trump and keep him off the ballot because DJ's not confident in his chances to win. And, you know, that's a really close, uh, important one to watch. <clears throat> Excellent. Um, let me ask you this. Do you have any, any more that you want to chat about? Any pieces of legislation that you, that you want our listeners to consider? We can keep you for the next segment if you want. Hey, I'm willing to talk uh, kind of as long as you want. I will put a plug in there while I've got the opportunity. My website's ronforohio.com. I've actually pledged to give every dollar that I raise this cycle to the challengers of the Blue 22. You can check it up on the finance reports that are available to the public. You'll be able to see that I give directly to these challengers uh, to try and help stop the Blue 22. So anybody out there that gives me any donation ronforohio.com. That's exactly where it's going. You can confirm that on the uh, reports once they come out later this year. Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce. And I'm joined on the line by State Representative Ron Ferguson. He's a Republican from Wintersville. And uh, we're talking about the Blue 22, the deal Jason Stevens made with Democrats, by uh, double-crossing Republicans who had committed to elect a more conservative uh, Derek Merritt speaker uh, during caucus. Um, and they did it because there, there, were, there were deals. And part of the deal was they were going to kill the 60% threshold to amend the Constitution or slow roll it, check, kill the backpack bill, check. And when I talked to Mr. Ferguson last year, he said part of the deal they struck is allowing Democrats to be more involved in the budget than they have in years past, making it easier for them to cram more in. The cultural war things stand more of an uphill climb than they would with Marin, uh, Marin being speaker, according to Democrats I've talked with. And then you went on to say uh, the other thing Democrats said to me was the Democrat leadership team has expressed to their caucus that this isn't the end of the deal. It's the beginning of a longer term partnership that will be more favorable to the initiatives from the left. Um, has that played out in your mind over the last 12 months, Ron? Sure has. And as we talked about in the first segment, um, today you will see the override of HB 68 
uh, the governor's veto, the SAFE Act will become law. Um, but it was just, you know, one thing that was tough to push the boulder uphill. Finally, we broke Jason Stevens, the rhinos, and we're going to get it done and get it across the finish line today. And uh, the rhinos are uh, Gail Pavliga, who's uh, squaring off against Heidi Workman. And Heidi Workman would be the conservative uh, candidate. John Cross uh, is facing Ty Matthews in his Republican primary, and Ty Matthews is uh, the non-rhino. Uh, Blue 22 member DJ Swearingen is uh, taking on Steve Krause, who he's tried to slice up in the press and get off the ballot. Uh, there are, what, nine other races? What, what are those, Ron? Yeah, I'll run through them real quick. So you have Kevin Miller running against Daniel Kambach. The big thing in this one is Kevin Miller replaced uh, Larry Householder when he was sent to federal prison. Uh, you would think that Kevin Miller would go in there and be a little bit better, but instead, he supports Jason Stevens, who was appointed by Larry Householder. So Kevin Miller's just essentially cut from the same cloth going in there and not giving his district any better representation. So that one's a pretty clear-cut one right there. Got to go for Daniel Kambach in that race. Uh, moving on to Haraz Gambari. He's running against Sally Calling. Haraz Gambari actually was a registered Democrat. He's voted in Democrat elections before this. I mean, it's no surprise he partnered with Democrats. So that's, um, you know, Sally calling there is really the clear-cut choice. You have Tracy Richardson running against Wesleyan Davis. Um, Tracy Richardson is just one of the most awful rhinos that we have in Columbus. Uh, she's constantly trying to kill bills in caucuses where the public doesn't get to hear what she says. But I can tell you that uh, she's doing everything she can to stop conservative legislation. Uh, this one's really big one. Brett Hillier running against Jody Salvo in Tuscarawas County. Um, Brett Hillier was actually one of two Republicans that voted against the SAFE Act. What we were just talking about will be overrode today. So uh, he actually voted against stopping uh, irreversible gender mutilation surgery on minors. So in his deep red county, that should be a good win for Jody Salvo. Gene Schmidt she used to be in Congress. She's barred from holding federal office at this point. She took uh, million, I'm sorry, hundreds of thousands of dollars from the Turkish government. And so she uh, has run against a guy named Dylan Blevins. Sarah Crothers was censured by the Butler County Party. And then the Butler County Party actually endorsed her opponent, Diane Mullins, a pastor. I feel confident about Diane Mullins. Uh, last two we have here are Cindy Abrams. Cindy Abrams opposes the Second Amendment Preservation Act which is, of course, to prevent the feds from grabbing our guns. And uh, she's running against George Brunneman that helped found the uh, Tea Party down in Cincinnati. And the last one would be Don Jones running against Nelson Rowe. Uh, Don Jones was somebody very closely linked to Larry Householder. Um, run against Nelson Rowe, really good, solid candidate out of Noble County. And uh, that race is fun because I actually share Belmont County with Don Jones. So I'll be able to tell the people in Belmont County, hey, you want the kind of representation I'm giving you in the eastern part of the county? You need to vote for Nelson Rowe to represent the western part of the county. Where can our listeners go uh, to support these candidates, to learn more, to get education that they can share with people in uh, their networks? Yeah, if you search the Blue 22 on Google or if you search it on Facebook, there's a lot of things that pass, that pop up. The grassroots have really done a good job of uh, pointing things out with these Blue 22. Uh, but I would say, you know, financially, 
If you donate to ronforohio.com, that's my website, ronforohio.com, I have pledged 100% of the money that I raise I will be donating to these uh, challengers of the Blue 22 so the conservatives can win the gavel back. I'll be doing that with all the money that I raise. And, um, of course, you can confirm that by looking at our reports that are available on the Secretary of State's office website, and you'll see that my contributions have gone to these uh, challengers of the Blue 22. So one of the races I want to talk to you about, we've got about a minute and a half here, maybe a little more, uh, House District 17 in, uh, call it the greater Cleveland area. I moderated a debate between Gordon Short there, who is a city councilman, fourth ward in Strongsville, and former State House Representative Mike Davila. Um, there's, there's going to be a lot to consider for voters in that area. I know we have some listeners in that area who um, are on the website and listen there to this show. Uh, what are your thoughts on Mike Davila versus Gordon Short? So I've never met Gordon Short. I can't specifically speak on him. I will say that Mike Davila is a friend. He previously helped me, and, uh, you know, he's a veteran. He's a solid, upstanding guy. So he certainly would give good representation of the people go go for Mike Davila. That's who I have a support of. Also, the one thing about Gordon Short is that I do know that he's supported by Tom Patton. <laughs> and I think the best thing for voters is if Gordon Short rejected that endorsement and said, hey, look, I don't want the support of Tom Patton. He's a centered rhino. I think that'd probably give people a, you know, a breath of fresh air and feel a little bit more comfortable. Uh, but up until that point, uh, you know, I, I obviously got to go with my friend Mike DeVilla. Thank you for weighing in on that. Um, let me ask you this. It, your gut feeling, do you think that uh, Jason Stevens will no longer be speaker during the 136th General Assembly, which in my opinion, my opinion only, uh, would be great for conservatives. He will not be the speaker. I have spent the last year doing everything I can to stop this guy because I'm actually a conservative. I actually do what I say I'm going to do, and uh, I've made it my mission to make sure that we, we stop this guy once and for all. So uh, March 20th is my birthday. That happens to be the day after Election Day, primary Election Day. I think I'm going to work, wake up on my 38th birthday pretty happy knowing that uh, – the uh, Jason Stevens train is off the tracks. Uh, I'm praying that it is. And Ron Ferguson, thank you for your work. Uh, you can help out. Uh, you can help defeat the Blue 22, those folks that are up for reelection. Ronforohio.com. That's Ronforohio.com. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you back uh, in the days ahead. Ron Ferguson, thank you for joining us today. Let's do it, Jack. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You as well. And uh, you have a great day, and uh, you're going to have an even better day if you continue to listen because we have a lot more in store for you. Uh, next segment, we'll have former uh, GOP gubernatorial candidate and U.S. Congressman Jim Renacci. He's going to be here, and he's going to talk with us about New Hampshire and the primary results there and uh, what we can learn from there and uh, what we need to do here in the Buckeye State regarding our primaries. So. A lot more. Hour number two of the Bruce Woolley Show is next. Stay tuned. 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.